We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to talk about some of the NFL and NBA headlines with Donovan Mitchell supposedly going to be playing with the Knicks and uh, Kyler Murray getting his big extension finally. Then we're, of course, going to rank, or not rank, predict the AFC South, which Theo and I swear that we've already done. But <laughs> apparently we haven't. And then we're going to finish it off with a rank it. We're going to rank some logos today. But before we get into all of that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. You're the, you're the one doing something fun right now. You're rolling loud. Well, I'm just, I'm in Miami and rolling loud happens to be in Miami. And I happen no, to have tickets. No, you, you went to rolling like that's... <laughs> I That's happen to have for. tickets to Rolling Loud, so I and I happen to be in Miami. You're, That's not you're real that casual you just, about it too. That's you bought tickets to Rolling Loud and you went to it. So how is yeah. it? It's good. It's Were good. you the one? Uh, did you throw shit at Kid Cudi? I did not. I did not. I feel uh, really bad. Were for you Kid there? Cudi. There. Were we, you there? We did not. We we were not. We we didn't get to go to see Kid Cudi. Um, I the guys that I was really wanting to see. I got to see Gucci Mane, who I really was excited to see. I. Gucci Mane deserves some respect. Everyone's talking about like, oh, Kid Cudi got booed off the stage, and that's shitty. They cut off Gucci's set early, and I was it's like, not right. it's not right. It was like, it was him and Takeoff, and they were they were killing it, and then they just like cut him off. It was whack. Who else have you seen? Um, uh, we saw, oh shit, now I'm blank. We saw, oh, Ski Mask. Ski Mask had a great show. Um, he did an omen to X and Juice World, which was really cool. Um, and like anytime someone, uh, was like, cause there, you know, people pass out at concerts and stuff. Anytime that happened, he would like stop his show and like make sure that person was okay. And like taken care of before he would start again. So it was like, he, he was really cool. Then we, we, we took a break. We didn't really watch the Uzi show. Um, and then we, we started watching future 
Um, and then we had to, we like ordered an Uber for 1230. So we like left, but future apparently kept playing until like 2 AM. So yeah. How many more days it's, are you there? I, so I'm watching, we're going today cause baby Keem and Kendrick are today and it's the last day of rolling loud, but I'm here until Thursday. So I'll be home like oh, Thursday. Gotcha. That's fun. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. All I have heard is bad stuff about Rolling Loud on Twitter <laughs> with like fake performers maybe and Kid Cudi leaving. <laughs> and fake you're Kanye like, oh, West. they cut out they cut out Gucci Mane and yeah. like I <laughs> you're not, this is, I, I have not it hasn't had any desire like, to go to Rolling Loud. <laughs> that's, that's it hasn't been it hasn't this. I would say it hasn't been bad. Um, okay. But like, I don't know. It depends on like what your idea of a concert is. If you're used to like rock concerts, you're not going to get it. Right. Cause it's yes. totally different. The way that like hip hop performers perform and like, like, I don't know, Aerosmith or, you know, Carlos Santana will perform. It's like not the same. So you have shockingly. Shockingly, that uh, <laughs> I have been to one. The only like hip hop concert I've ever been to or rap concert was was Freddie Gibbs uh, a couple weeks ago. So, oh yeah, I, I would expect it to the, be like that. Um, was more well, than, but the then Billy there's, there's Joel also concert there, I've attended. I've attended, <laughs> but like I feel like Freddie Gibbs. I don't know how he performs, but like I feel like he would be someone to have like a live band with him because I know a lot of people not. do. Okay. I know a lot of, there are some times where like Kendrick's performed with a live band or like I've seen Pusha T perform with a live band. Yeah. And like SNL, um, I don't think that many rappers tour with a live no, band, not tour, but I could but be like, wrong. They're like in some, like, like a singular show they might, but not on a tour. They would never, cause it's, yeah. it's too, it's too expensive to hire a live band and it's too much. Yeah, work and it's just, like it's just hard to like rap drums are not like set drums, you know? No, so it's just hard even, to perform no. their, it's, it's their a, stuff with, with a live band, but that's our <laughs> boots on the ground report from rolling loud. Our <laughs> music reporter. Our music I'm moving reporter. out of my apartment in a, like a week. So that's why all my shit is off my walls and there's just one, my Joy Division poster I have not tackled yet. The, and then I've the got last my, thing. <laughs> my dirty projectors, like sheet of paper, not even a poster that's like half stuck to the wall because I don't want to peel all the paint off and the command strips are tricky. But it's a daunting task moving out. Like I don't, I was like, I don't have that much stuff. And then I like start to pack it up. I'm like, oh yeah, that stand that the TV is on is like a whole thing that I didn't think about. And like, the, my yeah. shoe, all my shoes in the yeah. rack that my shoes are on. I'm like, oh yeah, it's not you just my take shoes. Each it's, one, it's brutal. I got to take all of them. Yeah, and I got unpacking is. I hate moving so much, dude. It's it, so no, it's I'm not looking forward it's to the, it. It's the worst. Are you are you gonna have like help like moving out though? Like, is your family coming to help you? Or are you just no? <laughs> they live like <laughs> three thousand miles away. He's I like, live, <laughs> yeah, I live a long ways away. This is not this is not Columbus versus. Oh wait, because you you're know. moving to Flagstaff. You're not moving back. I'm not moving okay. back to my no. I'm I'm not moving back to town. I'm moving somewhere that no one in my family has like ever been to. So yeah, they're not helping me out. It's gonna be fun. Um, it's gonna be a little adventure. It'll be a little adventure, but um, yeah. Say goodbye to the to the background while you still can. That is. Uh, 
been the backdrop to many a happy video in its day, but uh, it's it's coming to an end here. It's coming to an end here. All good things must come to an end. It's a new era for Stay Hot. I got Miami behind me. Theo's going to be moving to Flagstaff. But Bladen, (laughs) Miami is always behind you. (laughs) No, not that Miami. But it's Miami of Ohio most of the (laughs) time. The that's, joke that's, explained, hey, Bladen is from Miami of Ohio. I'm not from Miami. I'm Here's from why Columbus, this is fun. And I go to school in Miami. Oh. Here's why this is funny. You see, Bladen said Miami is behind B- him. BTS, the joke. <laughs> the meme, what's the, like, the meme explained.com. Oh, it's a know your meme. Bladen is known as Lemon Boy because one time, he like said a, lemon, a year ago. He said lemon ice cream was good. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yes, um, Donovan Mitchell is going to be a Nick. It's a guarantee. Well, I guarantee that it. was the, I saw like, I saw like reports, like he was trending Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks was trending and it was all like, just like icy Knicks season 420, like reporting it. And it was like, you know, Pepe the Frog jazz people like talking about it. I'm like, where is Woj on this? Where is Shams on this? Where is, or Shams? I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, like, I, I, it was like being, people were acting on my timeline like it was being confirmed and I never saw it be confirmed. Uh, I mean, it, ha- it has been confirmed, I fear. <laughs> like, just I, not by, <laughs> by whom? By whom? Well, the, by thing, okay, so the thing about the thing about the Donovan Mitchell stuff is just like nobody can beat their offer. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can sit here and debate six or seven first round draft picks, or apparently the holdup is Obi Toppin and all that crap. But at the end of the day, like they're not gonna go, okay, fine, whatever. We're gonna go accept Miami's offer. That's significantly worse. They're not gonna do that. Yeah. Almost certainly. Um, unless they really love Tyler Hero, but it doesn't seem like they do. So um, I think that there's really no rush if you're the Jazz. Like, you're not going to be good this year. Who cares? If, if it goes into the season, who cares? You know, right. Mitchell's young. You're not in a rush. So um, kind of like the KD trade and the Kyrie stuff. These teams take a while to negotiate and, and that things. But I, I really think the Knicks are going to end up landing them. Speaking of KD, he's on TikTok now, uh, which he does not know how to work it, apparently. Do you think that he just made that account, or do you think he's had it for, and he just like immediately posted that, or do you think he's been watching from afar uh, from that account for a while and like accidentally revealed himself? I think he watches uh, all my videos, if that's what you're asking. Yes, <laughs> he's been stalking my account. Um, I don't know. I don't know with KD. What I thought was funny about that is like, why did every basketball Twitter account feel the need to repost that video. That thing gets posted. And then all of a sudden I go on my Twitter and it's like ESPN bleacher report. Kevin Durant made a TikTok. I don't think he knows how it works. <laughs> and then like the laughing emoji. There's like seven posts of that exact thing. Well, I mean, you think hey, about like, there's not much everyone, basketball news right now. There's, there's, not, much, there's not much football. Well, there's well, not much basketball. I went, to, yeah, I went to a bar what do you want, this what do you weekend. Want they were playing to do? Canadian football. They're playing Canadian football. Who is on? I have no idea. <laughs> is it the Argonauts? Watch it. <laughs> this yes. dude Theo knows Canadian football teams. I can name the Argonauts and I can name the a- Alouettes. I think, but I think that's about it. Every as far bar as that. But or restaurant anyway. that I've gone to in Miami has had soccer on. 
every single one. Yeah, that's common. But I, I think I want KD to start stitching videos and I want KD to start duetting videos. And in the same way that he calls people out on Twitter, I need to see like him calling people emotional and saying they don't know ball and asking them to elaborate what they mean. I need like the KD stitch and just him saying like, How what do you mean by take? that? And it's like on... <laughs> It's like on Nico or the the day one day he's going to stitch Chilltown hoops and it's going to be the battle of the Titans. That's where I'm at. I'm like, that's where I see this going is like, it's going to be Katie duetting Chilltown hoops, calling him a, like, and Katie's going to be calling him like emotional or something. And I, I like that, that like the shark is the same as Twitter, but like, it's more likely that we get noticed on TikTok, probably. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I would just start doing it like Kevin Durant. And get I'm going. I agree. I'm going to call Kevin Durant trash on TikTok, just so that <laughs> it's got to be a little bit more genuine him. than that, though. It's got to be like really specific, you know. If you want to, yeah, I'll I'll figure something out. I'm going to say like his jumpers broke, or that like any decent big could just totally fuck him in the post. <laughs> Maybe I would say something like you got to be like the Celtics shut him down and then he ran from the grind. You got to like say something like <laughs> that. You've got to say the Celtics, you got to say something about his leadership. You, you've got to, I don't know. I don't know what to like him on, but I hope that he starts just like stitching kids on TikTok. I think that would be so funny, especially if they're young. Like it's some like 12 year old being like, <laughs> here's why Curry just, here's why Curry deserved all his finals MVPs. Even when KD was there. <laughs> And then shows like the screenshot of KD like single covered and and Curry like quadruple covered. We all know the one. And I want yeah. KD to like stitch that kid and just be like, "Shut up, you're four, you're four years <laughs> old, kid." And he's just like picking on eighth graders. Dude, that's, that's what I want to see from KD. If you had that killer instinct, KD, if you're really a killer, you'll start stitching it, stitching like high KD, school. KD, if you're really a TikTok. killer, you'll stitch a stay hot TikTok. <laughs> Yes. You'll come on the show, KD. You'll come on the show. Kevin Durant, come on, stay hot. Stay hot. Um, no, but Donovan Mitchell, he's going to, like, yeah, you're right. No one's going to beat that offer. I don't know. That's what I think. I believe it. I also think that when, like, you have those reports, not from Woes and Woes and, and Shams, it's like they probably heard that from somebody inside the organization. And that's all yes. that that means. Doesn't mean that it's true. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Just means that somebody inside the organization told them, hey, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times that'll be like uh, stuff that isn't true just to try to like, yeah. you know, negotiate. And there there could also be way. some truths to that. Like there could still be. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying that it could like, this is how these reporters get themselves messed up is that they always report. It's like, this is fact. Like this is for sure something that's going to happen. And they probably like, I, I'm sure when guys do that, they didn't just like make it up out of thin air. But yes. They're not staking their reputation. Like, could be, yeah. They're, they're not staking yeah. their reputation off something. They literally like, it came to me in a dream, right? I remember the Falcons <laughs> guy who is like betting his account that, that Deshaun Watson was going to be a Falcon and then it didn't happen. Right. It, that right. doesn't mean that he lied. I think even though he, he was just got wrong, bad info. he just got info and like the Falcons were probably like very close to trading for Watson. And then the Browns like, we're like, we'll fully guarantee your, your whole thing. So yeah. it's like, until because it actually the happens. Also, the Browns were reportedly like out of the deal entirely. Like they right. were supposed all to those things are happening. 
but that doesn't mean the end game, nothing's going to change in the end game. But I, I, I usually do, unless it's like blatantly false from like ball sack sports or something, or, you know, some, <laughs> some troll who's just like bait, clearly baiting. But like anytime any reporter, even if it's not Woj or Shams, like says anything, I'm inclined to believe that there's some smoke there, like for some reason, and you've kind of got to sort it out. But I do not believe that sports journalists or really most journalists just like, like sit at their computer and just write a complete work of fiction, right? And a lot of people think they're just like lying for likes or views. They might be jumping the gun for likes or views, but they're not lying. That's where they I'm should at. Listen, so they I should think listen that to the song on my album called Don't Jump the Gun. Don't Jump the Gun. That bass line should be gun. playing in their head. All right. But <laughs> yeah, so we'll see if it actually happens. But yeah, I 100% believe the smoke there because it just makes sense and you know, I don't even know who's reporting, but if anybody is, I, I'm just going to blindly but believe yeah. it. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think Mitchell to the next is going to happen. Not only. Remember that reports, one guy but. who reported Kawhi to the Lakers like a couple off seasons ago, his name was like Ari Abraham or something. Oh, that was and, a guy. He was like really yeah. young. No, he was like really yes, young. And he was him. like, he was like, Oh my God, like Kawhi to the Lakers is happening. And then that didn't happen. And he got, never got heard from ever again. But he was like the main character of that offseason as a reporter, just because he was like, yeah, that that that's another one where I always think of where I'm like, I'm sure the Lakers were interested in Kawhi Leonard. I'm sure they were making moves to try to get him. And I'm sure like people like to share information, right? If I knew something, I'd be dying to tell somebody, right? If I knew that the Packers wanted to like trade for like, oh, a deal for Julio Jones is in the works. And I knew that. And I knew they were working on that. I'd be like, guys, I'm an insider. I know that like I'd be dying to tell people. Yeah, and I think that's exactly. just how people work. So I'm going to I'm going to lie yeah. and say that, like, the Browns are looking to trade Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already lied and said that Clint Capello was going to the Bulls. And uh, that didn't <laughs> oh, end up yeah. happening. It would be <laughs> yeah, funny if it, it did happen. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Um, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, speaking of speaking of smoke, though, like there was a point in time where Kyler Murray was, you know, amid like trade talks. Oh, the the, the Cardinals aren't going to keep him; they don't want to pay him, but they they paid his ass and they they paid they him did. handsomely. They did. And, yeah, I'm not surprised by it. He's a top ten quarterback. They yeah. gave him, you know, he got a new contract. That's like, oh, it resets the market. That's kind of the standard stuff. I don't think it's too crazy of a story. It's probably yeah. more interesting from Lamar Jackson's perspective. Waiting waiting to pay Lamar will almost certainly not pay off in any fashion for the nope. Ravens. Um, You're going to end up paying him so much more. Yeah. So the longer you wait to do this, the more it's going to be. It's funny, though. It makes the Mahomes contract look amazing. That contract <laughs> looks awesome right now, doesn't it? It's probably going it to keep does. looking the, better the, the for the rest of The only difference is like the Mahomes contract is for a decade and no other contract is even nearly that. Like Who cares? the Rodgers deal is what? Yeah, three it, years. How, many, how, how far into that contract is the money guaranteed? I think it's That's a lot not, of it. But the only reason that the only way that a contract could age poorly is if Mahomes like sucked next year and you're like, oh, yeah. we're locked into him for seven more years as opposed to one. But Mahomes isn't going to suck next year. Look. Kyler has fallen off in the last half of the season, basically every year. And I think like from an EPA perspective, like total passing EPA in their career, it's not far off from where Baker is right now. So there's definitely things to point to, to be like, like, can you win the Super Bowl with Kyler Murray? I, I think, yeah. but 
like what he was doing the first half of last year and like just the big plays that he was able to create and like he had them at seven and zero with a, a coaching staff and an offensive line and and even a receiving core that is like not quite the the tops 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 of the league and a so, defense <laughs> right there well actually their defense he, was kind of playing nice at that point yeah season, and I think there's more than just him I think like Kingsbury who is quite literally since going back to college like always been figured out in the back half of the year and the defense isn't that talented so like it's just hard to sustain like not just Kyler like all aspects of that team is kind of hard to sustain like from week one to week 18. So I don't think it's all Kyler's fault. So I think with the, with the Kyler contract, I don't think it was a bad move from them. Like, I don't think, I think Kyler can, you know, get you pretty damn far in the playoffs and is one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. But you, you look at just his athleticism and like how crazy talented his arm is it's like where what what is your option to like replace that? It's like oh we'll just he's like a little Russ. He's like, he, he reminds yeah. me of Russ, right? Like he's like a That's little what Russ. We, yeah, so we keep saying that he's yeah. He can create those big plays at a really high clip, and I, I think he'll be able to continue to do that going forward. But I would say this: if they couldn't really win anything of of value with Kyler on a rookie deal, like I don't think Kime and Kingsbury are putting together a team that can win with Kyler on a on an expensive deal. So. I don't really think much will come of the Cardinals in the Kyler Murray Kingsbury Kime era, and they just all signed extensions. Like I just don't think very highly of this team going forward, and it's not so much Kyler's fault as it is like the front office and, and the coaching staff. I think that they make two short sighted moves. They're kind of like dog chasing a car, like in the front office, like just kind of filling gaps as they pop up without much forethought. So that's where I'm at with this. Is like I just like as a collective every all the big pieces in the building go like i just don't think the whole collective is good enough to win a super bowl coaching front office and then quarterback is the least of my worries when it comes to those the the one the one benefit i could see to like why you want to wait to pay these guys is like if you can if you can figure out where the money is everywhere else Right. If, if you're like, okay, well, let's build this team and then we know how much money we can guarantee him this year and how much money we can, you know, allocate for the next few years. I feel like that might be the, the one reason why you wait. But I, I don't know. I, I, I do think like there was the concern of like, oh, is every quarterback now going to get fully guaranteed deals after Watson? And now Kyler doesn't get that. So I am interested to see what Lamar gets now because I, I don't think it'll be a fully guaranteed deal. But it's definitely going to be a fuck ton. No, I'm sure every fully, other. Okay, go ahead. I was just saying. I think a fully guaranteed deal was a is going to be seen more as like a classic Browns move more than yep. standard. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure every other owner and GM in the league was extremely relieved to see Kyler Murray's contract because that makes Deshaun more of an outlier, and they're not going to have to pay their franchise guy like. If Kyler's not going to get a fully guaranteed deal, the next guy probably isn't, whether that be Burrow or Lamar or whoever, like, or Herbert. I, I think, although I would I would fully guarantee Herbert's deal. I can't lie. <laughs> I would fully guarantee a Herbert deal right now. But if that if right it now. meant keeping Herbert, I'm not letting him walk out the door. But maybe someone who you don't <laughs> feel quite as highly about. At like, 
I don't, I don't feel quite as highly of Lamar as much as I love Lamar about Herbert. So I'm sure like the Ravens were, were relieved to see him not get the fully guaranteed right. deal. And I think that's kind of the most looking at the general landscape of quarterback contracts. I think the most notable thing about this was, was that. So right. yeah, let's talk about the AFC South. Cause apparently we haven't talked about it. Apparently we have. So if this yeah, is man. our second, if this is our second time predicting the AFC South, don't blame me. Um, but we'll just start at the bottom. Texans are set at four and a half. Do we think that's right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be amazing. I think that they... Um, I would agree. Davis Mills is maybe a, a hair overrated at this point. He's like, cool, but he's gone from like nice young prospect that maybe people are a little overexcited about him, but... Um, that's not too bad. I like some of their additions, but I think they're still a pretty incomplete team. I'm not particularly moved by their receivers. Um, their offensive line should be pretty good. The running backs are all right. I don't see that offense as a huge plus though. And I think defensively they still have some holes. So yeah, four and a half. If they get five, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I think I'm struggling to pick an absolute bottom feeder this year. I guess that's kind of where I'm at with all of these teams. I thought like we were last looking year. at like the Bears and Falcons. We are, but like I'm trying to think of what what's a team that's going to win like one or two games this year. Because there's I think always the Bears and the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess the Bears' schedule was a little easier than I than I expected, though, and they won right. six last year. With a bad, with a probably a worse coaching staff. So even then, I was like, I don't know if I feel like like the Texans, where they're going to win zero games. Or uh, last year, famously, I thought the Bengals could be a complete disaster, and uh, I thought right. they would really be a bottom feeder with that offensive line and and Burrow maybe not quite being the same coming off that knee injury and Jamar Chase dropping everything and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it was that didn't happen this year. I guess maybe that scared me into saying someone team is going to be quite that bad. But uh, the Texans, I think, could be one. Like, yeah. But I don't know. They're they're look at their look <laughs> at their front seven. I'm looking at their depth chart right now. It's it's <laughs> not awesome. I didn't even remember that they signed Jerry Hughes. Okay, I mean he's decent. He was top Jerry Hughes. In the league. He's like 37. He's like 30. Uh, Did they also 30. sign Mario Addison, Panthers legend? <laughs> he's third all time in Panthers career sacks. By the way. But he's he's like thirty five. Those guys are ancient. Yeah, Rasheem Green from Seattle has some no, I promise. Like I think who, who I think he's got some promise. He had right six now. and a half sacks last year. They've got I don't Kirksey. know, dude. It's like they've got Reeves oh, Maven, that's right. they got Christian Kirksey, Kirk, baby. Christian Kirksey, man, Cleveland Browns everywhere, legend. man. Yeah, Packers after he got hurt, well. he got hurt a ton in Cleveland, and then he just was never the same. I mean, I like Petrie. I like Singletary, obviously, too. Like, pretty solid pickups for the secondary. So, you can see a way where that secondary isn't too bad. But, dude, I don't know, man. It's, it is pretty bad. And I'm trying to – they were one of the worst defenses in football last year. And, and they promoted their defensive coordinator, Lovey Smith, in a move that very, very, very suspiciously seemed like a Brian Flores is suing the league you cannot hire Josh McCown <laughs> to be your head coach. You need to promote your. Wait, like, they were going to hire Josh. They were going to hire Josh McCown. 
Oh yeah, they really wanted to. They really wanted to, but they didn't do hey, it. Teddy Bridgewater, Look, or not? T- go not ahead. Teddy, but uh, JT Barrett. JT Barrett, new, uh, new, new NFL coach. What? JT Barrett. is he? Is he coaching? Did he get a coaching job? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Am Where? I tripping? I, I, um, I don't know. I'm not. He's like he's like an offensive assistant. Yeah, <laughs> good for him, I guess. But, oh no, um, Lions, 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 Lions. That's well, why I saw because I follow them on Instagram. Good for the um, good for him, I guess. But uh, but back to the Texans. <laughs> I think like Lovey Smith. I think he could change his defensive philosophy just because like last year he's like the ultimate like cover two corners just sit in the flats. All right, try to hit the like force everything out to the sideline, force teams to hit the whole shot. But they drafted Derek Stingley like fourth overall or whatever. And if he's going to play outside corner, you don't want him just sitting in like right. like by the line of scrimmage to take care of the flats, right? And on the phone call, he said, how would it feel to go to the number one receiver every time? So I kind of think that they could be changing their defense up a little bit from not being like a very vanilla, bland, outdated one. Like based on – unless he just like straight up lied to Stingley's face right there. So – I'm excited to see kind of what they do there. But yeah, the defense here um, was pretty brutal last year and like didn't make, I mean, Stingley's great and I love Stingley, but yeah, the, the where's the pass rush coming from? Yeah. The defense and Davis Mills is a, I I was pleasantly surprised by his tape and I think he could, he could certainly be a legit guy, but I also know that he checked it down a lot had a lot of failed completions on third down where he would just like, you know, you know what it is like third and 10. Yeah. Don't take your he check was, down. He was, dude, service, he was serviceable and like, he looked good at points, but, but I liked his accuracy. I'd be more excited and, about the offense and the defense. Yeah. I'll say that. I think they've got an interesting defense. A lot of young guys. I like Nico Collins, John Mechie's there. Brandon Cooks is obviously good. Well, John Mechie, it will not be there actually. I don't know if you saw that he got diagnosed with leukemia. This no, I didn't. Oh, terrible. Why? I didn't no, see I that. Did yeah. How long ago was God that? Today? Damn. Yeah, that was like right before we started recording. Oh, okay, man. yeah. So that's why. Mechie, yeah, yeah, I hope he feels better. But yeah, no, that just happened. Holy so shit. he won't be there. Yeah, so that's that's dark. But yeah, the Texans, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dark. I think, I do think they're moving in the right direction. I like if Fields was on the Texans and they had Cooks and Collins and that offensive line, I'd be like, eh, okay. Like they're doing a decent job surrounding like uh, a young quarterback with some talent there, or at least a better job than the Bears. So I do think they're moving in somewhat the right the right direction, and I think they'll be a little bit more feisty um, yeah. this year. But overall, I'm I'm not predicting anything too different than what they were last year, which was four and twelve. So what's the over under? Four, four and a half. half. Uh, I don't think the Texans have a super easy schedule, but they can definitely beat Chicago. They can, might be able to game, get a game on Indy. They can beat Jacksonville. <laughs> they can beat New York, the Jets, or not the the Giants. Um, they can beat Washington. Like there's enough winnable games on there to get them to four or five games. Um, I think I'll take the over. I think I'll take the over on them. I, I believe. I think when you stack up all the rosters from top to bottom, I think. The Texans might be bottom three or four to me still, I just because I, I I just don't love that defense, and it's it's just hard for me. Like I think 
And I'm just in a weird spot where I'm like, I want to predict them because I do think they got better than last year. Uh, I think they're better than last year and they won four games last year. So they'll win more than four this year. Right. But at the same time, I know that if they're going to be a bottom four roster and I, I think they are like, I did like usually bottom four rosters don't win five games. That's usually like in the, so I don't know what I would bet for them. I guess I'll take Maybe the under. Over. I think that they had but, like a good off season, but it's, it's still probably hasn't translated them being like significantly better yet. Fair enough. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to put my faith in, in the Houston Texans, even though it's probably misplaced for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> moving on to Jacksonville, uh, I can't read this from here. I think it's six and a half. Is there? Wow. Man, line? okay. That's Which pretty high. Sounds, yeah, I was going to say, it seems really high for me. For me, But, um, I mean, if you have, if, if Trevor Lawrence is as good as you've, you've built him to be, Theo, then they should have no problem reaching six and a half, you know? Yeah, but, and I would I would even maybe even bet the over here. I I have no idea. Six six would be right. I think I'd be pretty happy with a six win season if I was a Jaguars fan. I I do think the marriage between um, Lawrence and Doug Peterson is going to be a good one. I think that Doug Peterson is a real football coach. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. He is he is someone who wasn't. I don't even think he was going to be fired from in from philadelphia i think he just kind of got sick of that situation and like left on his well, own there there was a lot of there was a lot of like discontinuity with like yes ownership in yes him. like ownership so. in him where certainly there won't be any of that in jacksonville <laughs> but i don't even think like he had a season he was like it was not a very well coached team in philadelphia that that last year so hopefully we get a little bit more of a, a refreshed version of him but like, I've seen Mike McCarthy, who I still don't think is a great coach, leave a situation where he was cl- clearly like pretty cooked in Green Bay, and then take the take Dallas to some of the best seasons yeah. I've seen. You know, in the 2000s, I've seen Andy Reid like wear out his welcome in in Philadelphia and go to the the Chiefs and like cement himself as a Hall of Fame head coach. And I've seen like from a from a coordinator perspective, Dan Quinn go from Atlanta to Dallas and and build again. Dallas taking a retread coach. And yeah. I would have been fine hiring De- Dan Quinn as a head coach somewhere this year. Uh, but no one likes hiring retreads anymore. And I think that they get kind of a bad rap. Like, oh, you know, they failed somewhere else. They can't succeed here. But I, I don't think I think Doug Peterson. I think we're going to be reminded that Doug Peterson, and I think he's going to find a little bit of a life in Jacksonville because with Etienne and James Robinson and Lawrence, I like you could do worse. And you've got a hypothetical pass rushing duo of Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen, which you know could yeah. be worse, I suppose. Um, Josh they drafted Devin. Josh Allen's not bad. Trayvon Walker, I would probably try to kick him inside a little bit more than outside but i mean he's the number one overall pick i i would have probably picked him more at like number 12 if, if i was the vikings but still i mean but he's even, a talented but even player. yeah even a, a top 15 pick you know right so. should have expectations so we'll see about him um but i guess there's a world where the pass rush is decent and i think that uh, Tyson Campbell kind of came on strong at the end of the year last year. Uh, Andre Cisco, uh, like he's someone that you should have. He's crazy athletic with a high ceiling, so he's someone that you should have hope for. Walker Little, 
uh, the left tackle. He's someone that you should have some hope for. Like um, Fatukasi, Fatukasi from the Jets. Uh, he is a good space eater, one of the best, maybe the best run defeater, defender in the league. They added him. I liked that move. Um, so I, I think they could field a pretty competitive team with half-decent like coaching, and I think they're going to get half-decent coaching, and I think I think they could threaten to finish this, even this, maybe second in this division. I, I'm, this roster I'm high wasn't on them. that bad. This roster wasn't that bad last year, and their coaching was as a so sleeper. bad that they, dragged, yeah. that they just like dragged them down. So yeah, no, I, I I I agree with you. I like Doug Peterson as a coach. Um, you know, everyone talks about what he did for Carson Wentz, and you know how you know how impressive that that was. Especially now, you see like just how bad Carson <laughs> towards Wentz the beginning be. towards the beginning, yeah, <laughs> and then it kind of fell off. But I think right, Lawrence is but, a little Wentzy too. I think like if I were to design like if I were to compare Wentz to another quarterback, I I think I would say like Wentz. And obviously you hope with Lawrence, you can get 2017 Wentz all the time. But if I were to say to you guys, I guess, do you think I'm crazy if I were to say like six or seven or eight wins for the Jaguars or are are you guys? I'm maybe not as, I'm maybe not as moved by them. Um, I definitely see the vision to them getting like seven wins. It's far from out of the picture and it doesn't seem like their schedule is too impossible. No. But um, I would say that like the receivers are really rough still, um, and you're you're asking. I mean, Lawrence is like you need to make the leap with receivers that are a little mid, and their offensive line's a little bit better. So like maybe it'll maybe it'll work out. Maybe Doug Peterson. It's like Marvin Jones can be all right, and Christian Kirk can be all right. It's not like they just have like total scrubs across the board or anything. But um, they're going to it's going to be like Trevor in the passing game. Trevor Lawrence is the one who needs to go out and win. And he was not that strong last year. It's tough to judge because he was in such a bad situation. The worst situation I have ever seen, I would say. (laughs) Right. It's like you say that about every young quarterback. But with Lawrence, it's like, dude, really, it's you could not have an excuse. You couldn't have asked him to do like anything. At all. Yeah, because Zach Wilson was in a bad situation. Zach Wilson was in a really bad situation, but like Saul is like a real head coach, you know? Yes. And Mike, like, 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 <laughs> Lawrence was functioning without a head, like, he was basically functioning with a head coach that was like actively sabotaging his own team and it's like you can be a dumb coach you can be a bad coach you can have bad players you can have bad whatever to be a to be a coach that would literally lost the respect of the locker room like instantly and then was just like mean and didn't know the players and like couldn't call the plays like get a like it was just sabot it was sabotage so like I, I it was the worst situation I've ever seen. I think like just getting rid of Urban Meyer can like double their win total. I think, <laughs> but maybe it, I I'm think they legit would have been better off with no head coach. I'll say I'll say they get to seven. <laughs> seven? That's yeah, I'll say they do it. I'll say yeah. they do it. Yeah, they have I a like they have a good right. amount of defensive talent. We'll see. Lawrence is top fifteen. That's what it comes down to. Lawrence is gonna be he is that guy. I swear like his accuracy is a little spotty but you could say that about lamar jackson you could say that about josh allen you could say that about camp newton it's like if you're gonna miss some throws if you're gonna miss some throws fine okay fine but if you can exhibit really really high level pocket presence and you have the arm to hit every throw on the field and you're smart enough to process and you're getting placed in a scheme 
that's a lot like the scheme he ran in college with Doug Peterson's like RPO type of system. So I think he's going to be in a scheme that he's comfortable with, with that kind of poison arm talent. Like some throws are going to sail on him. Yes. But like, I, I also know that like the amount of draw, like it's just crazy to watch the Jaguars last year and just like how frustrating it was. So so that was a freshman. I'll say this. I, as, as someone that loves Jalen Hurts, as someone that loves Jalen Hurts, right? I keep like Jalen Hurts consistently gets ranked in like our consensus quarterback rankings in like the top 16. So like and, and Jalen Hurts has a tendency to let some passes kind of go get away from him. So like if, if Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence like significantly worse at that? Like, I don't necessarily think so. I feel so, like that's like, a tough not, comparison to make, though. It it is, it is. But like, I'm just saying, like, in terms of someone, like, we're talking about someone that's like an inconsistent passer, right? That keeps getting ranked, you know, well within like our top, like the top half of the league in quarterbacks. Like, Trevor Lawrence can be that guy. Right? Yes, he can be better than Jalen Hurts. Yes, he can, and I think he is right now. I think if you put Jalen Hurts in that J- Jaguars offense, you would see oh. a very similar result. It is then not a lot of passing touchdowns. So I mean, I think that's where I'm most at. Quarterbacks in Jacksonville, right. you're getting a pretty bad right. result. Yeah, but I yeah, think we're I would all leaning say, over. We all leaning over on that. Man, I'll just consensusly being. Collectively high on the Jaguars is not a good sentence to say and feel good about, but sure. Sure. I think seven wins is not that crazy high on them. It's not. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. Yeah. Yeah. You take that brings us to the Colts. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. What are they at? Them and Tennessee are both at nine and a half. I'll take the over on the Colts. I like them. I love, I, I like the Colts a lot. I think the Colts are going to be like legitimately good, good, good. Um, I mean, they got to ten last time. No, they got. Well, how many wins did they have last year? Last year, the Colts had. This is bad. This is flawed logic. Well, they got last team last year. They got it, this it, many wins, yeah, and then it, they got it, better it on is, paper. It is flawed and it, it just doesn't yeah, work it, like that. But it is flawed logic. But like, as far as I'm concerned, the Indianapolis Colts last year were dealing with Carson Wentz, right? Like. Regardless of like they could have had seven wins last year, I would still pick the over. The the transition from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan is going to be drastic. Those last two games of the season where it's like they needed to win one of them and they were against like two of the worst teams in football and they lost both of them. Matt Ryan's not losing those games. I promise you he's not losing those games. So Yeah. Yeah. I like them pretty well. Go ahead. I mean, they've got a really strong running game, obviously. Uh, the receivers are not strong, like weak at all. Um, but just, just being enough of a threat through the air, uh, not such a liability, uh, improves the running game that much more, I think. And then the defensively, they've got a solid amount of talent. So, and I don't think they play a particularly tough schedule. Um, I like teams that are, are, it's like very clear how they're going to go out and win games. And the Colts were like, a lot of people were really high on the Colts last year to go make a run in the playoffs. And then they didn't actually end up even getting there. Um, yeah. This year, I feel like they're a little bit more built. Like Matt, game manager is a term thrown around too loosely. Matt Ryan is like a legit game manager. Um, yes. And I think that's kind of what they need. He's good at it. Like, he's good. Like, a, a game like manager if we're talk- is, is a good player. Yes. If you're a game manager, like that should be a compliment, right? If we're talking Matt Ryan's a game manager, he can go out there and just like not make mistakes and just like march you down the field. Like that's, yes, I like Matt Ryan. 
Yes, and so, with Rivers two years ago, they were in the playoffs, and they almost beat the Bills in that playoff game. Like that came down to a Philip Rivers hail mary, which he couldn't get to the end zone <laughs> because he was Philip Rivers in the last year of his career. <laughs> he was one hundred. Um, um, he was one hundred years old, and he turned into dust, um, a pillar of salt, and unfortunately, uh, yeah. unfortunately, so. Unfortunately. This team could look like that team, right? And that team was in the playoffs. Uh, if they were, I mean, you add a little bit more of a passing threat to week four through 17 Indianapolis, and they're one of the better teams in the league, right? Like, so there's that. But I do wonder if they quite ha- still, I do still wonder if they quite have the offensive pir- firepower through the air to really make a dent in this AFC. That's that's the thing where it's like there's some really high powered like if you're cuz I'm going to I'm going to pick Tennessee to win this division. That's where I'm at actually <laughs> after thinking about it. Yeah, maybe, but I'm going to pick Tennessee to win this division. So that means the last wild card spot is going to come down to all the teams in the AFC, right? Like all the teams in the AFC West, the Bengals, um, the Dolphins who have Tyreek and and all that, and the Patriots who have always who were better than the Colts last year. So, like, Theo, Theo, it's, let me, let it's me kind of a bloodbath. Let me let me inquire you about the difference between Indy and Tennessee because I, I I look at like quarterback. I'm taking Matt Ryan over Ryan Tannehill personally. If if you look at like the but like let's say that's negligible, and let's say like running back is negligible, like Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry. I, I'm taking Indy's offensive line. Honestly, I don't know if Tennessee's receiving core without AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Like it's an that's interesting not, one. It's it's an interesting receiving core. Like their defense last year, I thought Traylon and Robert Woods. I don't think. Here's my thing. I think Traylon Burks is going to be good right away. Oh, I, so I I, I legitimately think Traylon. I think Traylon Burks is going to be good right away. Robert Woods is could easily be a thousand yard receiver. I think still. Um, I mean, this was a team that was the Texans, not the Texans, the Titans were a team that was injured as as injured as any team in the league last year and were the one seed in the AFC. And I get that they lost A.J. Brown. I get that. And I don't think they're going to be the one seed in the AFC again. But (laughs) to win this division with that defense, I think the secondary looks pretty good. Um, I think the front seven still looks pretty good. And I, I, I really am high on the impact that Traylon Burks can have, even though he's been out of shape. He was one of my favorite, like in the combine. I think people are really writing him off, but I think that he could be, you know, a, a Debo. I, I think that he really could be an AJ Brown type, a DJ Debo Samuel type. Like he is that fast and that big, and his catch radius is that good. Like I think, I mean, he was my second favorite wide receiver in the draft. So I'm yeah. I'm high on the impact that he can make. I think that Derrick Henry can stay healthier, and I think that Ryan Tannehill. I mean, if last year they could they could win all those games. I think they can win the division this year when they will almost certainly be a healthier team than they were last year. So I think the Titans are going to win that division. And then if the Colts aren't going to do that, but I guess the question isn't, are they going to make the playoffs? It's, are they going to win nine games and they'll be around there, but I don't I know. Maybe they'll take the under here. I think, I, I, I think they can win. A, I think they could win. 11 or 12. <laughs> Matt, you had a what dream about dream? one. You had I had a dream. a dream that the Titans started 0 and 4. So, oh, that bode. Wow. I mean, like, uh, like unironically, it came to me in a dream. What are their first four <laughs> games? 
Buff- uh, New York Giants, Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles <laughs> Raiders, Indianapolis Colts. They could start off 0-4. If they drop that Giants game, it's over for them. If they start 0-4. <laughs> it's a must win. <laughs> it's a must win. And I, I, particularly, I particularly remember seeing Traylon Burks drop an easy touchdown over the middle. It was like an eight-yard pass. So... <laughs> I, I can't wow. agree with any of this. This was literally last night, though. <laughs> wow. I, okay. It was a, a funny way to wake up. But no, no I, I agree. I did not have the same dream. No, probably not. <laughs> That'd be awfully specific. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that both of them will hit the over with around 10 wins. Now I'm putting okay. too many overs possibly, but I actually like the Colts a little bit better. Okay. I, I, I do not disagree with being high on the Colts, but I think that collectively, I think people are a little bit too low on the Titans. And I was low on the Titans last year. I think if there was a year for the Titans to suck, it could have been last year. But after like the safety duo was so good, and after Jeffrey Simmons was so good, like I, I still think that that defense, like now I'm higher on the defense. You've got Caleb Farley coming back from missing the entire year who could be a, a big difference maker. I mean, we talk about JC Horn as someone who's going to step in and be like immediately good, but like no one even probably remembers who Caleb Farley even is, you know? So I remember who Caleb <laughs> not to, not to I, turn was hating, into, I was hating on Caleb Farley coming out of the draft because he was like a receiver turned corner. Yeah. Yeah, people like he he's definitely at risk of becoming a bust more than I think JC Horn is. But like there's one cornerback out there who missed most of last season that everybody is like very high on and they'll be like he'll just come in and be really good right away. And I don't necessarily think that's like a horrible take because he was pretty good last year. But like I never hear anybody talk about Caleb Farley like that. And I don't know. I like Henry. I like Burks. I like Woods. Tan Hill, I think, is good. I think he's a good player. I think the offensive line could be better, like, although they lost Saffold, so that could really hurt. But anyway, if everyone is like collectively going to be low on the Titans this year after they were the one seed with as the most injured team, like uh, I guess that seems like a efficient zag when everybody else is zigging. You know, I, th- so. I think the Titans line at nine and a half is like proper. Like they could win nine, they could win ten, but like for me. The Colts, I'm taking like 11, maybe even 12 wins. Like, I think the Colts. And the thing with it is, I think the Colts are going to win like eight and the Titans are going to win like nine. That's my (laughs) thing. It's like, I don't even think the Titans are going to be like crazy good just because of, yeah, is the passing game going to be like that great? And, you know, there are, there are some questions maybe in the cornerback room, but I, I think it's going to be like Titans. I'll say to be for the sake of being different than you guys, I will say. Colts under Titans over, but like I'll do, I, I I'll don't do disagree Colts that strongly. Over. I'll do Colts over. I'll do Titans. I don't want to say under, but like nine would be under. So I guess, I guess I pick the under there. I don't. I'm just like, bro. The Colts are. I'm. I'm telling you, the Colts are going to be nice. They're going to win eleven. It wouldn't surprise games. me. It wouldn't surprise okay. me. I just. I just don't know if they have the. I mean, Taylor is great, but is he going to have the season he had last year after all those carries? Because Right, but History that, that's, where you, that's where you get Naim Hines involved. As, right? as, opposed, as opposed to Fountain of Youth, Derek Henry. Henry. <laughs> Derek Henry coming off of a foot injury. and Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, <laughs> I guess you're right. I think there's a, I guess I would say, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't know. But the Titans to me just seem like they're kind of coming from a little bit of a, a better spot at the I mean, top. And they do end. have the reigning coach of the year. 
So big time. Yeah, we'll see. That does matter. A, we'll a see. Lot too. So, well, yeah, that's our that's our AFC South right there. Matt, did you pick an over under for them? I, I'm, I'm going to say slightly over on both. Slightly over on both. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Fair enough. So that brings us to the rank it. And if you want to be involved with the rank it, you know, we just ask in the chalkboard for you guys to give us stuff to rank. And, you know, as per what the rules are of rank it, we rank it. And today we're ranking logos. Logos. Um, doesn't have I to thought it was just going to be. I thought it was just going to be sports logos, but I guess you guys want to rank like maybe Exxon or something. What non-sports <laughs> logo came to mind for you guys? Like, I don't Apple. understand. Nike. Oh. Nike. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> what even <laughs> other <laughs> logos are there? <laughs> like, all I got to say is Apple all my is logos. Like notorious. I, have, I don't know if you've ever taken like a, a, a design class. But like in Apple does in have any, nice any any sort of like UX or like UI design, Apple is like the foundation. <laughs> like they are like the gold the proto to the gold standard of design. All right, all right. Well, I was just going to go sports logos, seeing as this isn't a technology podcast. Uh, but you know, what do I know? What do I know? Well, what do you got? No, just- <laughs> My top logos mm-hmm. in sports are the Detroit Red Red Wings. The Detroit Red Wings are up there. I like the St. Louis Cardinals with the birds on the baseball bat. Uh, I like the Vancouver Canucks from uh, the NHL. I like the historic Eagles logo. Yep, I had that one on my list. Oh, yeah. The big wide bird with the football in its talons. That one's pretty sick. And I haven't gone with any basketball logos, but none particularly stand. I'll go with maybe the Bulls logo from basketball. I think that one's pretty iconic as well. Um, Those, I think, would be my five. But there's a lot of logos I respect, and I could just sip. Oh, actually, I'm changing my mind. The Coyotes Kachina. How could I forget? I have a sweatshirt with those. So okay. I guess I'll take out the Bulls and say the Coyotes Kachina. So that's three NHL, but I really like NHL's kind of logos and branding yeah. and sweaters and whatnot. So those would be how my you didn't top any, five. Pick any soccer teams with like a crest, <laughs> a crest, a crest. Well, all the teams that I listed are not early two thousands clip art style. I like like that's kind of my thing. Like I didn't pick uh, the who's a team like with a very cartoony logo, like the Louisville Cardinal, I think looks like clip art. The best soccer crests, like I don't know enough about, I haven't like studied them in detail, but I would say there are definitely some soccer crests that I, I like a lot. I would say my favorite soccer team, uh, Frankfurt has got this sick crest with like a black Eagle on it. Um, but I don't know if I would list it as, as above any of these other ones, but, um, as long as it's not like clip art, there's one specific style of logo that is like, I think cl- looks like clip art to me. And those are the ones I'm opposed to. I don't think any of the ones I named yeah. fall into that category, but I think a lot of, a lot of modern, like American logos do <laughs> modern dolphins logo. Uh, well, uh, okay. Speaking of do- modern Broncos I, logo, the, the classic dolphins logo is fire. I love that. It's fire. It's fire. It's like hand-drawn and shit. It looks awesome. Yeah. It looks amazing. Like classic Dolphins, classic Eagles 
are two that I like. Every throwback thing looks better than every current thing. That's my the take. Old, the I think modern, like, the best. Except maybe the, the Seahawks. I think the, the Seahawks Raiders. Good job. The Raiders logo looks sick. I love. The I Raiders. also love the Raiders logo. But again, it's old school. Anything old school looks better than anything modern. That is my take on U- jersey uniforms. Every throwback looks better than their modern. Every logo update in NBA history has been a downgrade. Like oh shit, the gi- classic Giants. Like the Giants just. Came I out with I their- agree. I agree with the NBA premise, but it's not always the case. There's a the original like Hornets logo is horrifyingly bad. Okay, maybe some like <laughs> okay, maybe some like a really long time ago. Yeah, there were definitely like, some old ASU logos. Yeah, have you that seen? Were a little- have you seen like the old Pistons logos with like the they had like a Tin Man or something <laughs> dribbling a basketball? <laughs> but I would okay. take that over any of the crest, any of the circle logos that have infected the NBA. They're all horrible, dude. I can't. I really can't believe the teams choose to do that to themselves. It's so sad. It's probably just so they can put it on the court. It's lame. You can put any. You can put anything on the court. I know. I think here's the thing about modern modern design. I literally think that instead of doing what actually looks cool, I think people are making up. Something they're like, we have to look modern. We have to look modern. And they're just like making up what modern, like it's simplistic and that's what looks clean. And like no one, I don't think like they are even like putting in the thought is like, does anybody like this? They're just like modern updated equals clean. And I think they're looking at companies like Apple. I legitimately think like NBA is looking at like Apple and Microsoft who have updated their like logos to be like, significantly more like basic and they're being like that's what modern looks like but and then the they like simplify the difference everything with those things and this is where like a sports team and like a business can't really coincide is like apple and microsoft have to deal with like visibility and readability are like so prominent there but like with a sports logo your number one job is just to look cool well looking that's- sleek <laughs> like yeah if you're a tech company that's one thing yeah but even right. then apple's rainbow logo was cooler they downgraded too. So I, I, I just hate the circle logos. Um, I've got, I've got, at five, least was, but, yeah, go ahead, Matt, go ahead, Matt. Oh, I've got, I've got five, but um, three of them are my teams. So I'm horribly biased, but that's, <laughs> what, a, are, what are, what are Ohio state Panthers? And it's well, yeah, Ohio state and the block. O. I stand yeah, by that. That's one. a good one. Uh, then I have the Hurricanes alternate logo with the two flags on it. Okay, okay, that's better than I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like <laughs> um, Panthers. No, no, the Panthers logo I don't dislike, but no, I don't hate it. But it's it's a little bit clipardy in my opinion. I think it could be a little better. I think the older one was maybe a little bit better, but I, I kind of like it. Um, and it's then fine. there's the uh, like the South Carolina Gamecock is really sick. Yeah. Um, that's so those that was are, an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I think I think it's so sick. Also, um, my honorable mention would be the Razorback from Arkansas. Ooh, that's I a do good like one. The, the hog. The I like hog. the what's their yeah, the hog. That's just a funny logo to me. And the name, the Razorbacks. I think that it's that's sweet. a, it's a, a it's solid a name for a team. It's, it's is, is, I it think is. a lot of names are silly, but the Razorbacks. Like that's that tough. sounds pretty sick. <laughs> that's tough. Then the the other two I have was that vintage Eagles one. I had that one down, mm-hmm. and then uh, the vintage. I guess not really vintage is not that old, but the Pistons horse and piston logo that they have on those teal jerseys. 
has a very sick logo. Okay. All right. Respectable list, Matthew Spawnhour. What do you got playing? Uh, uh, okay, so I, I had the Gamecocks as like an honorable mention. I, I love the Raiders logo. I love the, the classic Eagles logo, and I love the classic Dolphins logo. Like Marino, like that whole era is just uh, Don Shula. You, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then I, I, I guess that's three because I wasn't thinking about uh, the Eagles at the time. So I guess this is a top six then um, because I have Nike as like number three and then Adidas <laughs> so as number place. two. Adidas. I, know, but I like, think Adidas yeah, logo is yeah. lame. I love the Adidas. No, no, not, not, not just like regular Adidas, like the, the uh, originals, the Adidas originals logo. I don't know what that is. With like, hold on, I'm going to pull it up. The three stripes. <laughs> Hold on. That's yeah. That's sick, dude. No, no, no. hold on. I'll give you the Nike logo. Oh, the, the the three like like the, the almost flower looking thing. Are you pulling you're it up? You're turning the camera about? around. Oh, the flower. This. Yes. I don't like logo that logo. Sick. You don't like that logo? Nope. You're crazy. I don't. The Red Wings okay. have a better logo than that. The Det- the Detroit Red Wings logo is. Clear. I like that logo. I like the Carolina Panthers logo better. I'd rather see a Carolina well, Panthers. Well, here's well, here's the thing: is like that's not a sports logo, so like the standard for what that logo is supposed to be is different. That's true. I'll give you right? the Nike logo. What's number one? McDonald's. The Nike logo is it? Yeah, it's no, it's Apple. It's Apple. the greatest logo of all time. It's the greatest logo of all time. Nope. It's the most recognizable. They, they, it's not even like. their best logo. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the rainbow logo is the same logo, bro. Yeah, it's just. A a bit, it has a little bit more character. <laughs> Manchester City's logo with the fucking wait. No, I'm wrong. What team am I thinking of? The soccer crest that just goes no with idea. the like fucking crown, <laughs> and it's like they all unbelievably the same, extravagant. Yeah. They do not all look the same. Are you kidding? They all look the same. <laughs> Get all out the of here with that. I'm going to send you as. I think is it Chelsea? Oh, you know it what? Not, you know what team is modern but not necessarily boring about it with their logos. The Chargers. I like the Chargers yes. branding. They have done a good job. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Chargers I have, agree. Yeah, the lightning bolt, it's cool. But also a lightning bolt team is just sick, so it's kind of hard to mess that up. <laughs> How are they the only team that's like thought of that? <laughs> to be the, the like, like a lightning bolt? <laughs> like I think it'd be pretty Tampa, lame. Tampa Bay, Light, Tampa like, Bay I just Lightning. Feel, I just feel like more teams... Like there's there's two pirate teams. There's so many bird teams. Why is there only a hand? There's like the Thunder, the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a lot, dude. That's many. But like that's, that's across. I'm talking just in football. Well, you're not gonna. There's two. There's two pirate teams, and there's like four bird teams. Well, Lightning is just like one thing. <laughs> how many? Yes. How many? Are, how would you have four? Like how many? Pa- how many Packer teams are there? Like, I guess you want there to be the storm and the lightning and the rain yeah, clouds like, and the pers- and the hail and the like. I don't know. I just think like I just, I'm just surprised. <laughs> Why that, like, only I'm just what would the that, logo like, for like disastrous weather isn't like a, <laughs> disastrous weather isn't like a more common theme. Like, where's where's the lava? Where's the lava? Where's the the lava? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> the volcano, the, the, the volcano eruption. <laughs> the vol, yeah, the volcanoes. I don't, I don't know, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, maybe, I'm not feeling this any is why, of these. This is why I'm not a graphic designer or like a logo designer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Toronto Blue Jays, as long as we're just like spitballing, I like the Blue Jays logo. Um, I like the Cubs logo with the Bears and the Marlins, like if we're talking baseball. And the and the Yankees and the Dodgers, I think, as well. I think I think baseball has some underrated logos. Uh baseball the logos. Full do Orioles really one. Hats. Oh, if you go if you go into like the minor leagues too. They've got some crazy <laughs> yes. stuff going on down they've there. They've got some crazy stuff going on down there. But W. Anyway, that's my top five. W. Plus top like five logos. 15 honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's our top 40,000 logos. Um, oh, bad weather, the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. That's yeah, bad weather. Car- and it's okay. sick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Fair enough. There's like a, yeah, there's like a bad but, weather team in every sport. Every sport's got like one. Every sport's got a bad weather team. <laughs> All right. Well, unless you guys have anything else, I think I'll give you some time back. I say that as we're at like 3.30. We started at 2. It was a tough recording. But it happens. It, it it wouldn't be a stay hot podcast recording without technical difficulties. It's either like Matt's internet cuts out or like my mic. I'd like to, like, my internet does not cut out. Our recording software yeah, uh, makes up our that my internet software. cuts out. But my internet does not cut out. <laughs> it's, the software is just lying. Yes. Or like I'm like through like what'd you call it? Like a lightning windstorm with my mic. Yeah. The static, but <coughs> we power through it. We anyway, through thank it. you so much for turning into another, tuning into another episode of stay hot from as Corn boy, <laughs> bird boy and lemon boy. We will catch you all on the flippity flop. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.